it's Loom Group's Andrea Lay, Backview's Melissa Burdick, the wizard of Woodland Hills Shree, and I'm PVSB from Flywheel, a division of Omnicom, and I'm coming to you today from the Catskills. Be playing Heckinger's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 6th, and it's time for the Fresh Four, for curated news stories from the past week. We find them dependably intriguing. We hope you do too. We're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence news, retailwit.com. It's retail right now. Over to you, Shree. In case you're wondering what this background is, I'm at, I'm at my father-in-law's house all the way in Chennai, India for the next couple of weeks. So what's the message of the week? Kroger Precision Marketing strikes a partnership with none other than Yahoo DSP. So Yahoo DSP advertisers now have access to KPM's audiences for both reach and measurement. Partnership marks KPM's second DSP partnership since last fall and ushers in a new focus on commerce media for Yahoo advertising in particular. Collaborations like this one will define the next phase of growth in retail media as retailers recognize the limitations of monetization on their own digital properties and seek incremental growth by expanding offsite. This is said by Sara Marzano, principal analyst at eMarketer. For advertisers, the delayed but still impending deprecation of third-party cookies, which is now on its way, continues to underpin every decision regarding digital advertising dollars. So solutions that safeguard their investments against that hold increasing appeal. Over to you, Andrea. Hello, Fresh 4 listeners. Walmart adds a new grocery line to its private brand's portfolio. Walmart has announced a new private label grocery brand called Better Goods. The line includes 300 items spanning categories such as frozen, dairy, snacks, beverages, pasta, soups, coffee, and chocolate. With most items priced under $5, Better Goods focuses on three key components, culinary experiences, plant-based, and made without. The retailer said Better Goods marks not only its largest private food brand launch in two decades, but also its fastest grocery brand brought to market. Over to you, Melissa. Thanks, Andrea. Uh, so, Savemark companies roll out in-store retail media networks. It's not enough that we have online. Now we're moving to in-store retail media networks. The Savemark companies plans to roll out in-store connect, an in-store retail media network powered by Quad Graphics Inc. To start, 16 of the grocery company stores will have digital screens, kiosks, end caps, shelf screens, and vertical banners throughout, allowing CPG partners to showcase promotions, product information, and recommendations to shoppers. The program will eventually roll out to all the Savemark companies, approximately 200 stores. This is Savemark's latest retail media effort, coming almost a year after a launch of its own retail media network. Over to you, Peter. Thanks, Melissa. Rite Aid expands Uber Eats' partnership for alcohol delivery in eight states. Nearly 1,000 Rite Aid stores will now offer alcohol delivery via retailers' expanded partnership with Uber Eats. Customers of legal drinking aid can get delivery from select stores in California, Idaho, Michigan, New York, Ohio, Oregon, Virginia, and Washington. Quote, our collaboration and trusted partnership with Uber Eats underscores our commitment to meet the evolving needs of our customers and providing a seamless digital shopping experience complements their busy lives, unquote, said Jeannie Walden, Senior Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer at Rite Aid, the U.S.'s third largest pharmacy retailer. That's it for the Fresh Four. Now on to the CPG Guys episode that you've downloaded. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our co-hosts, Sri Rajagopalan and Peter V.S. Bond, 
explore how brands and retailers engage with consumers online, in-store, and everywhere in between. And now, here are Shri and Peter. Welcome to a very special series of episodes of the CPG Guys podcast. I'm your co-host, Peter V.S. Bond, VP of Retail Strategy at PowerViews, a ratings and review software company. It's that time of year that everyone is excited has finally arrived. That's right. It's award season. The CPG Guys are honored to present the most recognized, revered, and prestigious awards to ever grace the omni-channel digital CPG retail industry. Yes, it's time for us to celebrate the Omnis. And here to help me co-host the award ceremony is the dapper dude from the West Side. He's an e-commerce industry maven and a prominent brand entrepreneur. He's the Martin to my Lewis, the Kimmel to my Fallon, the Faye to my Polar. He's so famous like Whoopi, the Rock, and Adele. He's only known by one name. Please join me in welcoming Sheree. Shri, are you as excited as I am for the Omnis? Heck, yeah. We've been waiting for this all year, especially once the pandemic started and the shift of trade happened during the course of the entire 2020 retail season, whether it be the holidays, whether it be summer. There are categories that have gained, categories that have lost. E-commerce seems to be the big winner, but in-store will make a comeback. And hence, it's an award ceremony and we pick the best of the best. Shri, I know you'll agree with me that the thought and effort that was put into designing the award scoring system for the Omnis spared absolutely no expense. We enlisted several academic supercomputers to compile and calculate the winners. We severely taxed the services of our friends, Professor Shanker and Benedict at the Texas A&M Center for Retail Studies in our pursuit to get the answers that people want to know who are the very best. It's all about data and insights, and into this outcome went data and insights as always. And we're grateful to those that actually partnered with us on these, what we picked as winners. And yes, as you said, Peter, we put a lot of thought and a lot of back and forth into these. But here's the good news. It's final. Yeah, I think we've come up with what should be considered an indisputable list of worthy award recipients for 2020. Before we get to the awards, let me remind our audience that all of our content, the audio podcast now on 20 podcast audio platforms, our LinkedIn page, content like today's Omni's full list of winners. If you want to see that, just go to cpgguys.com. It's all free. And if you think we deserve an award, because, you know, maybe we do, Shree, we can direct people to leave a rating on the Apple podcast platform by visiting ratethispodcast.com. Slash CPG guys. I think we also deserve the award for being dapper dudes. With oh, look at us. We are fly. If you're watching on video and you should be people, we dressed up for the occasion. And now without any further ado, let's get to the Omnis. We're going to break this into three different episodes, one for each category of awards. The first one will be dedicated to CPG brands. The second one to marketplaces. And the third to retailers. So 
Let's get right on it. Sri, I know our audience is just eager in anticipation. Let's kick it off in this episode with CPG Brands. Sri, what's our first category? Our first category is the best overall digital CPG brand that you and I have observed over the course of 2020. And we looked at multiple reasons why, as well as inputs to who this would be. But my mind goes back to a brand and a company that started its launch of digital way back 10 years ago when I truly first got into e-commerce myself. And they started with mobile hero images and wrote the chapter and the playbook for the industry. They don't have a single brand that is not very digitally penetrated. That media and retail media efforts were early in the industry, below the line, and that was established early as well. And they continue to dominate in terms of packaging. They have D2C, they have B2B, and they are truly surround sound digital e-commerce omni-channel company. And the storytelling that they do with their brands on all social platforms and advertising continues to appease audiences across the various genres and spectrums and cohorts. And the winner, unequivocally, Peter, continues to be Unilever. Bravo to Unilever. And so, Peter, what's next? Next, tree, the award for best D2C consumer packaged goods brands. Well, I'll tell you, everybody's been scrambling to get into D2C. But there's one company in particular with its portfolio of brands has been dedicated to making the very best UX on their sites, making sure that their consumers get all the questions they answered, can virtually test out the products. It's just no comparison. They lead one of the most important categories in particularly the drug channel of trade. Uh, we're talking about cosmetics. And when we're talking about cosmetics, it really has to go to L'Oreal. I think L'Oreal has done a tremendous job building out their brand sites, making them as consumer-friendly as possible, providing them with not only user-generated content, but professionally designed content and the ability of the user to actually see what the makeup's going to look like on them before they buy it and have it shipped to their house. Pretty hard to do in a digital environment. L'Oreal's done a tremendous, tremendous job. What are your thoughts, Sri? And the significant use of virtual reality first adopters, as yep. well as the all-important buy it now button. You can find it all over the brand's websites. Yeah. So, Shri, what what's next on our list of awards for brands? The next is the most improved digital CPG in year 2020. So to get the answer to this one, we actually got it straight from the Kantar Power Rankings. For those of you that don't know, Kantar actually produces a retail survey oriented, which means they're asking retailers questions. And one of the questions they ask is, who's the most improved digital CPG. And Peter and I have been following Kantar Power Rankings for over 20 years. And this year's most improved digital CPG per Kantar based on retailers actually rating them so and calling them out for actually shifting investments towards digital in their growth and pursuit of being truly omnichannel is one of our favorite cereal makers as well as breakfast occasion makers. And that is up in Minneapolis, General Mills. I know it sounds like the makers of cereal, YoPlay yogurt, a lot of uh, natural and organic brands like Annie's and Cascadian Farms. 
Wow, they've really been coming on big this year. It was the right time to do it, and congrats on them. If you're in the retail CPG industry and you're not familiar with the Kantar Power Rankings, oh boy, that is that is the uh, the awards that most of the big brands would sit around and wait quite impatiently towards the end of the year because so much of their uh, their success depended upon how they scored in those rankings. So I know certainly in my time working on site at PepsiCo and at Coca-Cola and others, that was the big one. And if they say they're, that General Mills is is the one, well, who are we to argue with them, right? Let's just, let's just add on top of that. And Peter, to be very transparent, I've, the Cantor Power Reviews rankings has actually been in my performance reviews year over year I've been in sales. Yeah, it, it's written into the it's written into the sales objectives of most major leaders at big consumer packaged goods companies. Well, that's great, Sri. Let's move on to rising stars. There's one that um, that I want to mention because I think they've done a tremendous job improving their capabilities. They're scrappy. They work with what they have, and they've done a lot. I love some things that they've done. They look at a product page not for what's missing, but how they can repurpose the product page to sing their song the way they want to. Case in point, they love to take you, my favorite ratings and reviews, user-generated content, take verbatims, put them into a visual format, and put them into the image carousel. Why? Because in a lot of these retail sites, they don't even have ratings and reviews. Why wait for them to come around and create it. Why not just take the real estate that's already there and be a little bit more inventive? One of many examples. We've had the leader of their e-commerce group as a guest on our podcast, Omar Haik. I think it's high time they recognize as a rising star. Bimbo Bakeries has done a tremendous job and they well deserve the award of rising star. Congratulations to Bimbo Bakeries, as well as I want to point out you know, food and beverage has had a massive e-commerce growth this year due to the stay-at-home occasions going up. If you're thinking, hey, Bimbo has benefited from that, you have to be ready in e-commerce to benefit from it. The foundations for e-commerce and click and collect and omni-channel were laid at Bimbo Bakeries years ago by Omar, and it has played out to the bone. And I just recently saw a report uh, from eMarketer, Bimbo Bakeries may be the single largest growth uh, enabler for e-commerce with over 500% growth in 2020 in e-commerce. That is an insane number, Peter. Congratulations. Congratulations to Bimbo Bakeries and Grupo Bimbo. All right, let's go to the next one. What do you got for us, Shri? My favorite one, the use of social media. Yeah. With over, you know, winning winning social media is about quite a few things, Peter. You got to have followers and you got to have them in the millions. You got to have engagement. The single most important metric in social media is engagement. And it's like impressions coming down to conversions. You don't get likes. You don't get comments. You, you may have millions of followers, but you got to be able to convert and move the needle. And the one who's doing it best and has over 11 million followers, over 5,000 likes on an average post in social media, and significant engagement from comments averaging 100 plus per post is a cosmetics company out in the West Coast that's actually a subsidiary of L'Oreal, and that is NYX Cosmetics. So NYX was known as a drugstore brand in the past, has truly, truly adapted to be one of the few cosmetics brands that's actually growing during these times in the pandemic. 
and largely directly proportional to their relevance and relatability to the younger generation. And how do they do that? It's with their amazing use of social media. Simple example I want to give you all is their launch of a concert with BB Rexa on Triller, which is the US-based platform that was created in case there were problems with TikTok. And they just did that a few weeks ago. That was fast, dynamic, and they beat everyone else to the punch. And they're using TikTok very relevant as well, which makes them a clear winner for best use of social media, surround sound, all platforms. Nick's Cosmetics. You know, Sri, this is probably the most uh, opportune time to let our audience know that we finally broke down and built ourselves a TikTok account. Yes. Yep. Our first video's up. Go check it out. Expect more in 2021. The CPG guys are hip to TikTok. All right, let's get to the last category, Sri. It's the most innovative digital CPG. This one, well, it's going to a venerable old brand with more than 100 years of history associated with it. it started in drugstores and soda shops. It's known by its iconic glass bottle. It's based out of Atlanta. We're going to have to give this one to Coca-Cola for a number of reasons. They've done some really, really innovative work. My personal favorite, the poor buy phone app. Yes, Coca-Cola has figured out how in the middle of the pandemic to help people address their concerns over cleanliness and safety. They've built a mobile app that allows users going to their iconic freestyle soda machines with the simple use of a QR code to connect to that machine and without having to touch the screen, order exactly the mix of flavors that they want, pour it into the cup, and away they go. That's just one example of really how Coca-Cola has tried to address concerns in the food service industry, a big important part of its business, but so much more that they're doing in terms of building uh, appropriate package-ready shipping for their products for e-commerce, working with their retailers. But that the example of poor by phone is just a classic example of how they're using digital to improve the shopping experience. We had Brian Sappington, the chief digital integration officer of Coca-Cola North America here on our episode, on an episode a couple of, uh, a couple of months ago. And he, while he was talking about leadership, I wanted to call out some of the great things they're doing. I think they were the clear far and away winner of this particular award in 2023. By leaps and bounds, Peter, I mean, for a um, legacy carbonated soft drinks brand that to evolve this significantly and actually build consumer trust is nothing short of epic. So yep. this award makes me feel extra nostalgic as both Peter and I have done a tour of duty in the beverage industry. So the CPG Brands episode was short and sweet, six quick but very important awards given out. The next group for the next episode, we're going to go into marketplaces. We're differentiating marketplaces from retailers for some very good reasons. And we've got some exciting awards to give out in that in the next episode. Shri, I know you're excited to get to that. Peter, I can't wait. I wish I could say let's jump right to it, but it'll be available tomorrow. And I'll remind all our audience that uh, the full list of the winners for all three episodes will be posted along with all our other content. Easy to find, cpgguys.com. 
I'll also remind you that in this, these three will not be our final episodes of the year. No, no, Shri. We've got a big surprise coming up. We're going to close out 2020, the year that was, with our dear old friend Brian Gildenberg, the SVP of Commerce at Omnicom. Look forward to that episode. And everyone, we look forward to you joining us for part two of the Omnis, our recognition of the very best in omni-channel digital for CPG marketplaces and retailers. Goodbye. The content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.